You're listening to Glitch Please number 64. If you hear something you would like to see from this episode, visit roosterteeth.com. Hey, welcome to Glitch Please, a show where we talk about video games every week. I'm Ashley. I'm John. I'm Adam. I'm Brian. And together we are... Oh, Glit job. job. Do we need a team name? I think we do, but we'll come up Jab. with that later. Okay. Jab. So. Jab. <laughs> Jab. Lots of stuff to talk about this week. Um, lots of things <laughs> happening in the video game Jabba. industry. Uh, weird things happening with Adam in particular. I don't know what is happening, but something uh, is for sure. <laughs> <laughs> You're like a character on Muppets right now. <laughs> it's like trying to make something up. <laughs> What happened? What happened in games? Uh, in all games? kinds of stuff. Uh, we have uh, a couple new releases. Graveyard Keeper came out, so everyone be real excited about that. Ooh, you heard I'm me talk so about Stardew Valley a lot. You might hear me talk about Graveyard Keeper now. We'll see. Uh, but there have been a couple of developments, like in the industry news-wise. So we'll talk about that. Um, Death's Gambit came out. We'll talk about that. This has been like several weeks in a row of. Metroidvania. Yes, we, like we might have been crazy. deceived. It might not actually be a Metroidvania, but I'll tell you about it. Okay, please. Yeah, it's, it was sort of <laughs> billed that way. It was, totally. It was billed as a, like a Dark Souls Metroidvania. Yeah. So, oh, God. Yeah, so um, we'll, t we'll discuss that. But before we get into all that, what you guys been playing? Um, I've been playing Minute on the Switch. It just came out. Nice. I've never played it before. I know it's not brand new, but uh, it's... So much fun. It's I what love the concept. So you play as I don't know, he kinda looks like Qbert. Okay. Um it's it's like a black and white game, like pixelated. Um you don't know what you're doing, but you have sixty seconds until you die. Gotcha. And then it starts over again. So oh, every so it's a figure it out. Yes, exactly. Kind of like a constrained comic almost. You have to like, you know, uh, but you do keep whatever. Oh, items I did you see find. this. Yeah, we saw it at E3. They showed it off at E3 last, not this E3, but last E3. Um, and I liked the look of it. It's um, just like a lot of fun. There's like little, you know, progression um, uh, items that you have to get. You die, but you keep those. So you're just sort of slowly advancing and figuring it out. It's very like low stress, despite the fact that you only have 60 seconds to live. Each plane. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you can like, you can park a new. Like, yeah, get a new house. Yeah, new yeah. so you've got like a, you'll, your new respawn point essentially, yeah. your yes. new bed. That's right. Uh, and then there's also some of the things in the world will stay changed once you change them if you solve a puzzle or open an area or right. something like that. Uh, and then there are others like you know chopping down trees, whatever mm -hmm. that uh, that don't necessarily stay. They come back. Uh, yeah. So uh, eventually you get to the point where you will get to the end of the game in a minute. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's a it's a lot of fun. We yeah. they actually did they came on our E3 show right before uh, year before. This. That's what got me hooked. I, I just thought it was really interesting. I followed the guy on Twitter, and it's just a very uh, clever concept for the game, but he also executes it very well, and um, it's just, it's fun. Yeah, it's very charming. I yeah. worried that, that having to essentially restart the game every minute would get really frustrating. Yes. And there are a couple spots they really play with that. There's one right towards mm -hmm. the beginning you can go and talk to a dude at a lighthouse, and it's this old the man slow talking talks guy. really yeah. slow, yep. and he will take up your entire minute and you're like, just come on, just go, just come on, tell me. And he eventually points you to uh, a treasure, if I recall correctly, or tells you something about a treasure and then that's it, that was your minute. Right. And then so you never want to talk to that guy again. Right. So it does play with your time a mm -hmm. little bit here and there, mm -hmm. uh, There, but there's a lot of fun to it. It's really charming, it's really well done. Yes. And there is, once you beat it, 
there is the the game is different. We oh, think. that's cool. Um, it's great on the Switch. Um, Seems like a great. Yeah, game. just a perfect uh, like a, in that handheld mode. It's fantastic. So yeah, that's been taking up my time. Oh, and there's another kind of a Mega Man clone, but I like called Twenty XX. Um, just kind of a platformer type thing, very reminiscent of uh, sort of like what a newer Mega Man would be, but that's been a lot of fun. So yeah, that's what I got. Nice. Speaking of Switch, uh, I spent a lot more time playing Okami uh, on the Switch because I've mm-hmm. I've been traveling. So I just got back in the office yesterday, and I had so I took my my Switch, and that was what kept me company on the flight, and it was great. I like it a whole bunch. Uh, I haven't had any problems. Uh, I was talking to Ellie, and she said that she's had a couple of issues with uh, you. You can hold in the right trigger to basically bring up the the drawing interface, mm-hmm. and didn't. And she said she had a couple occasions where that didn't necessarily work. I haven't run into those, but I did have a bug last time I played Okami where uh, it just it would give you new power, and then I went to slash the stuff, and it wouldn't slash it. So mm-hmm. uh, I feel like I did my time with the bugs. And I was angry about it, and now it's been okay. It's like it's paying me back mm-hmm. for that. So I appreciate that. It's great. I love using the touch screen to draw. It's wonderful. Yes, great idea. Do you wish you had a stylus at all? No. Good with the finger? Nope. Yeah, it's just, it's pretty easy. Pretty easy doing, 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 what, doing it all I'm with sorry. the finger. Is that funny? <laughs> He's being filthy. <laughs> it's, it's, it's John. Are you surprised? <laughs> Uh, I'm playing, um, I'm playing a lot of Overwatch. You've been doing it with your finger? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll do it all the time with your whole hand, even. Uh, and I've been, uh, playing a lot of that and, uh, burning my entire, uh, comp rank because that's how Overwatch works. I finally, I've been in, like, gold for forever and I've been trying to get to diamond. And I got, like, basically I could almost reach the cliff of diamond. And then I just nuked my, like, rank. Oh, you're not, yeah, you're not diamond material. I'm oh. not yet. Not right now. Um, I, got, I got, like, in a streak of 15 losses in a row. What? Who are you playing? Do you have, like, a main? So much? I, it, was, it was totally partially. I, I had a bunch of bad games. And then I had just a bunch of games where people were like, no, we don't. We don't want to help your team win. Like they just were like the people were just doing like clearly bad things. In gold's this great rank in Overwatch, where pe- where people who could be diamond mix with people who should be silver, and they all fight for oh. this really bad area. So you got people that are doing like really bad tactics, and you got levers, and you've got people that just auto lock to someone who's not in the meta, and then you got people like like I'm not saying that I'm that good at Overwatch, but I I actually try really hard, and I really try to actually help my team and. That kind of thing, and that should help me get up in rank. But it just—I I nuked it down. Um, I, but so it, are you silver? Were you? I'm gold on? still. I'm holding on to gold. I'm actually trying to uh, uh, help a friend of mine uh, get to a rank that we can duo, and hopefully we can do it because he's—he's very good, and hopefully we can duo up to diamond. Can you derank? Like once you hit diamond, are you there? No, you can totally derank. I mean, there's I I like I wrote a tweet about me dropping, and people responded with their own like stories of like loss, and (laughs) uh, and I even jumped into a game with a dude that was like, 
I think he might have gone from mid diamond all the way down to my level. Ooh. And, and I like, because you can look at people's career profiles. Yes. And I just like looked at his profile and said, I am so sorry. <laughs> and he was really nice in the game. He was really trying. He was trying to use comms and do shot calling. You could tell this guy was like really trying to not be salty. And I was like, bless you. He'd been humbled um, by life. Who are you playing? Are you playing the hamster man? No, he's not. Uh, totally in the meta yet. He's fun as hell, but you have to have a very specific team uh, uh, built around him for him to be useful. Do you have regulars that you play with? Yeah, I'm a support main, so I, I, I play with Mercy. I've been working on playing with Ana a lot. Oh, I meant players. Oh, no. I the, the best way to... Honestly, the best way to, to rank in comp is to solo uh, Q. Um, because grouping, you'll get grouped against groups. Correct. So, like, oh. if you have, like, a killer group, you might be able to pull it off, but it's it's pretty rough. Um, but the other game I wanted to say I was playing is a game called Armello. I think you've played yeah. Armello. It's a board game style uh, video game with, like... Um, like, the, like the overworld is it looks like a, like a board game with tiles on it. Yeah, it's very it's tile based and you move spaces around and do little events and you're all these uh, anthropomorphized animal like fantasy characters. So you're like an archer or a wizard, that kind of thing. And it's just a board game with a simple objective where you have to win by the end of a certain amount of turns and there's like five or six ways you can actually win. It's really chill and it's something that's really fun just to throw on and like just play my little board game and watch a little something on my Netflix. And I can't What's the theme of the you, you game? It's, 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 yeah. it's, it's, uh, it's animal D&D, essentially. Oh, that's um, nice. As far as, like, the look, the aesthetic. Um, and like the, anything with hexes, I'm good. I'm a yeah, hexes, it's, I'm it's very yeah. hexes game. Um, and there's the, the lion is the king in the middle of the map, and he is slowly being taken over by the rot. And once he's taken over by the rot, the game ends, and whoever is closest to an objective wins, or whoever actually completes an objective wins. You have items and cards. Cool. Um, you have dice, and there's dice rolling as far as like combat. Oh, um, what's the price? Uh, I think I got it on sale for less than twenty at one point. So it's it's super cheap. It's not a very in-depth game. Like it's got it's one gameplay style. It's got a bunch of characters that all have different abilities and moves. Um, but I just like because it's a board game you can play by yourself and it's, it's it's is it like you get to master the way like the different moves and stuff synergize with each other? And yeah, certain characters are 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 inclined to be able to succeed better and certain objectives like you can you there's these uh, 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 these like pterodactyl like demon things that come out of the dungeons and certain characters are really good at fighting them. Certain characters are really good at fighting other characters that are in the map that like other players. Certain characters are really good at um, getting a lot of loot or a lot of money. So it's just you kind of can play to whatever you want to do. How many characters do you control? Just one at a time? You control one at a time. There's four to a game, and you control one, but there's about a total of like eight different characters to choose from in the game. Cool. And That's you're competing good. with three other people? Three other AI or characters. Got it. Or, or actual players, that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's $19.99 on Steam, Windows, or it's on Windows, PC, Mac, uh, PS4, Xbox One, and iPhone. Huh. So they're release? still updating the game. It's too. not new. No, it's been out a while. I actually I don't. It. It's been a couple years. Oh, uh, 2016. Uh, it came out in uh, September 1st for everything except Xbox One in 2015. Yeah. And then wow. 2016 for Xbox One. It's just a little indie game, and it was pretty. I like there was one of the times where like you see the aesthetic, and then you yeah. hear the the concept of like it's a board game, and I was like, I could be into this for twenty dollars. Right. This it's it, it's not the same, but it reminds me a lot of Battle Lore, which is a like a. A war board game that's all set on hexes. It looks very pretty. It's like yeah, it. yeah. It's uh, when it came out, it was there were some rough edges. They mm -hmm. and they released some updates that have improved things quite a bit. But it's a very charming game. Very charming. Is a yeah, good I'm, I'm glad you you picked it up and you're liking it. That's yeah. awesome. I like to have a side game that's just my chill game. I mean, No Man's Sky when the update wow. came out. Wow, side yeah. game. Yeah, 
Wow. That's just so you know, Armelo, you're just a side game. Damn. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so a little small game came out. Or expansion for uh -huh. a game came out. Uh, you back on WoW? Indie title. Yeah, trying it out. It's oh. a World of Warcraft battle for Azeroth. <laughs> um, I wasn't going to play it, uh, but me and Grace were hanging but out with some... But then you were. Well, me and Grace were hanging out with some friends, and the friends were really talking it up, and I was talking to Grace on the way home. I was like, man, I kind of want to get back into WoW. She's like, yeah, I want to try it. And I was like, do you want to play Has WoW she with ever me? played WoW? Uh, we played for a, a trial. We had like a seven-day trial, and we played and got... So that's her experience. ...somewhere in Westfall. Yeah, I, I played a lot. Um, but like my last time I had a subscription was in Cataclysm. Um, so it's oh, been, wow. It's been like eight years. Um, and so she agreed, and so I got. She agreed. I got. I got the there jump was, start. She uh, consented to the wow. Yeah. So I'm not. I'm not actually committing to any character yet. Uh, but the game does a really cool thing now, and I don't know if this was done in Legion or if this is new for uh, Battle for Azeroth. But uh, the game gives you, when you buy the game, a 110 character boost, so you can boost any character to 110. But Whoa. if you decide, and 110 is where the new content starts. Right. Um, but if you decide you want to try out characters, it gives you the option to do a level 110 class trial. And what that is is like you're you have like basically a limited time to play a class. It will walk you, it'll onboard you by um, like giving you a tutorial of all the classes' abilities and stuff like that. So you're not just it's not just like you're starting a level 110 and you have no idea what's going on. It'll literally give you nothing and then just like say like use this ability at first. Use this ability. And it's generally walk I think it only lets you do the the DPS uh, spec of that class, but it, it's a great way to like f try out new classes and see if you like them at 110 or if you want to try something different. And that's I don't remember if that came out with the last expansion. I played the last expansion. I played every expansion, um, but that might be new for this one. I can't remember. It's really cool because I also like I also went back and, and started a level one character, a level one dwarf, uh, and I, I've done the one through 70 stuff a lot. Yep. Um, same. So I didn't really want to do all that again. I yeah. will, um, because they also changed that. In you want to go Strangle Thorn Veil like for the fifteen thousand? Well, they, they did. They did change it in Cataclysm. Yeah, Cataclysm. And I, and I haven't up. really done any of that Cataclysm stuff. It's still grinding. Totally. Um, so, but I, I did get to try the, the 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 Battle for Azeroth stuff, and immediately the game throws you into a quest. Like after you do the tutorial on a ship, it's like, all right, we're we're about to be at war. And I don't really know where, like what's going on other than like- It is overwhelming uh, you've taken a break. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, what's her name is real mad, girl with bow, uh, Sylvanas. Sylvanas. Yeah, she's pissed. Sylvanas Windrunner. Uh, so I, I think the story is the Alliance are attacking the Undercity in retribution for something that happened. Some, I think Sylvanas might've blown up Darnassus. Don't really know. Uh, not totally caught up on story, full disclosure. I'm sorry to those I'm offending right now. But essentially, when you go into the game, it's like, hey, there are there are other people available for this uh, scenario. And it's not a quest. It's yeah, called it's a, a scenario. Yeah. And the quest is to complete the scenario. Yeah. Um, and you just... You just say, yeah, I want to. I want to play with other people, and it says, "Great, here are twenty other people." And suddenly, you're running around a besieged city, and I think it's Undercity, uh, with twenty other people, and you have like the, these lore characters that are running around, like Sylvanas and uh, man, I forgot the other guy's name, but they're running around being like, "Well, defend the city." Megatron is the other. One. Megatron, yeah, Prime. <laughs> uh, Megatron Prime. Is, yeah, yeah. Is that how it works? <laughs> the Druid. Uh, yeah. Um, so you're running around the city, and there's like twenty other people, and there's like. Uh, like siege tanks and, and all this and all this stuff going on and it feels like an actual like battle like it's not just yeah. you versus like NPCs that are going yeah 
Yeah, it's like, no, there's 20 other people. Everyone's in combat with different people. You have shit going on. You have, like, these hero characters that are healing you. You have people dropping bombs. It's like, it's cool. cool. It feels... It's the best I've they've done so far in feeling like you're in a real battle and not like just seeing this like the twenty NPCs going yeah and like not dying. They're all just hitting each other. Right. Like this is it's actual and you're running around the city and like there's push, there's pull. Uh <laughs> Yeah, I jumped on and I watched. Uh, I watched Kraken. Him and his uh, chat did a uh, a raid on Stormwind the other night, and that was super fun. If you ever haven't checked out Kraken when he plays with his guys from Sideshow, they're very they're, they they role play, and so they love to make characters. Oh, up. that's fun. And so he was a he was a gnome rogue, but he also obviously had like a New York like Brola's accent. I mean, it's like, <laughs> I, don't know, I guess yeah. that's more Bostonian, but he was a. Like they do all that, and then they try to play into the characters, and they try to stay into roles and that kind of thing, and they're, they're and, and create comedy through it. And it was funny that they they fought all the way through. Uh, uh, what's the dwarves' place? Uh, Ironforge. Forge? They fought through Ironforge, got on a tram to Stormwind, and uh, then got into Stormwind. And I watched them get all the way to whoever the fucker is in charge of Stormwind right now. I can't remember his One name. One of the Rins, maybe. But yes, uh, so they got to Gandalf, and uh, they were trying to kill Gandalf in Stormwind, and they got they got to him, and he has like umpteen million HP, and so it was just them just hitting on this guy for like 15 minutes yeah. and nothing happening. Yeah. Um, but then I was like, I liked every once in a while go on Twitch and just see who the top Twitch streamers are, and the top streamer was obviously a World of Warcraft guy because it just got expanded. There were 32,000 people watching this one dude just do Mystics on in in dungeons and that kind of thing. That's it, not, I mean, people want to see the new. Content. No, it's great. Like that was just amazing to see, though, that big of a number of people just watching a dude do the new dungeons mm-hmm. um, in a game that's been around since I was in college. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's, cool. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really cool to go back and see. I know in Legion they went did a bunch of model passes and upgraded the looks of a lot of characters. Yeah. But, um, it really does look a lot more modern. It does. I won't say it looks great, but it's. It's, the game still has to function. I've always, <laughs> I've always felt like it looked fine and it was playable, and now like it's, it's pretty to look at again. Um, uh, Miss of Pandaria was beautiful when yeah. they came out of that because that whole uh, uh, very Chinese, you know, landscape kind of thing. Yeah. That was a good aesthetic. And, I and, love that. And one. they've, they've added things like beard physics. Like when I jumped with my dwarf, my beard goes. I saw your tweet about that. So happy. Broadcast new. Good job. Yeah. Thanks, guys. So. So far, impressions are really good. I this weekend, especially Adams. Yeah, this, this weekend I'll be starting um, a, a new, either a new character or doing the 110 boost with Grace, and I will probably be able to give some more impressions next week of how the actual, like the, the okay. mo- more majority well, of the content so is. I need some advice. Yes, you should play it. For I, sure. <laughs> I can't. Play I need right more now. than that. I so I, I, I want to. I'm going Horde, by the way. Now. Me too. For, for those curious, I've always been alive. Is there another team? I've always been Alliance. I, I want to try Horde. Yeah. Uh, well, dwarves are fucking cool. Always so, Horde. Um, yeah, I'm trying Horde now. Sorry, go on. Uh, never played World of Warcraft, ever. Okay. I've n- I don't I want to know someone to tell me how many hours I put into that I game. Have don't not ever spent tell me. I a single minute playing. I, you know, when I was in my youth, I youth. went through my youth. I went through several MMOs. They were just life suckers mm-hmm. for me. Right. Yeah. Uh, right. My first was EverQuest. That was also the first multiplayer game that I played, I think. Uh, it was the first online multiplayer game anyway. Yeah, not, definitely not multiplayer. Online multiplayer, where uh, I went into this world and I was just like, all oh, these people are other people. Yeah. And yep. uh, immediately, like, I could see 
I could see just the cliff I was on. I just right. dove. Mm -hmm. And so I, all my, this was when I was in school, my grades took a nosedive. Oh, I, uh, I would stay up all night, play, and then I would I would get ready for school and I would sleep through history. So I yeah. don't know shit about what's happened in this country because US history is a great place to sleep. They did a lot of slideshows. And then I did, um, I did a couple of the expansions. My computer was having a lot of trouble handling them. Uh, so I eventually had to upgrade different pieces of my PC just to keep playing, just the bare minimum. Uh, EverQuest 2, I played a little bit of. Uh, I did Asheron's Call. I did the beta for Asheron's Call 2, but that seemed kind of empty, so I didn't get super into it. EVE Online and Shadowbane. So I went through just this phase where it was all MMO all the time, and at some point, you know, you the, the switch turns. It's the same when you're uh, when sandbox games. Yes. Where yep. you just decide you're that done. you're done. Yep. Uh, I decided I was done, but I decided I was done with the genre <laughs> because I. It's just it. It can take as much time as you have yes. to put into it, and I was great at finding all kinds of time, whether I had it or not, and so I just decided maybe I don't have the kind of self control right. necessary to be a solid contributing member of society and also play MMOs. Mm -hmm. So I I stopped entirely. Sure. And so I've never played World of Warcraft. Mm -hmm. uh, a guy I was dating uh, when that came out, uh, I somehow at like a, I don't know, some event got a copy of, of World of Warcraft. Someone gave it to me. I refused to open it. So he framed it. And I still have that copy of vanilla <coughs> World of Warcraft framed. That's fun. Just, it's, yeah, it's just like, you, it's framed, you can't open it. And uh, so I never, ever have, and I don't want to, but I do. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know what Hearing to do. So what, what advice are you looking for right now? Tell me what you want to hear. <laughs> Adam's gone to, like, good boyfriend mode. No, yeah, I just, no, I, I, I appreciate dealer that. Mode. Oh, that too. Can you play this game in bite-sized chunks? No. Um, okay. I don't think you can. I think, I, I think it, it is meant... It is a game that is meant to have you play a ton of it. it. It is definitely like, I mean, as far as I've played, it feels like any other WoW expansion, which means, like, you'll just want to play, and you'll want to put more, like you said, you'll put as much time as you can into it. But, like, I don't know. You're not in school anymore, so you can't sleep in history class, so that's a positive. Yep. Um, like, I don't, for me, I want that sort of thing because I want to get the most value out of a game. Like, yeah. Uh, if, if I can spend $15 a month and play, like, 40, 50 hours, like, if I can play for a month of any game, yeah. I fucking love that game. Yeah. So, to me, that's a good thing. Are, uh, is your goal ultimately to raid, to get into, like, high-end high dungeons and stuff? The last, I used to have a raid schedule and yeah. play all the time, sure. and, and now it's, like, the, because the game has skewed a little more casual, yeah. uh, me and Grace will be able to hop into to dungeons. We and Grace will be able to LFG for raids. Right. So, like, for me, probably not going to do any of the mythic stuff. I just want to gotcha. be able to see the content. I got and, you. and make my character look cool. I think I said mystic a little while ago. I meant mythic. Mystic. Why did, you, why did you start a new character rather than yeah. your, use, like, an existing one? Well, for, for, for one, my character is Alliance. He's a okay. paladin. So, okay. I didn't um, know better. You didn't want to. Totally. But, yeah, Grace said she wanted to do... A horde, and I'm totally on board because all my friends are horde. So I really want to try that out. Gotcha. Um, and I also want to see what else is out there, but I probably I, I don't know anyone who is like 
Alliance. I mean, growing All up, I ever hear is for the Horde. I, I was Alliance my first, like, growing up, of it. Yeah, growing up, a lot of my friends were Alliance. And it, was was just, it was just a matter of, like, historically, I always like to play the uh, the good guys. And as a kid, you think these are the good guys. But now it's it's a lot more shades of gray now. And that's actually a really big, uh, if you go on the subreddit, a lot of people are fighting over who's good and who's bad. It's kind of silly. Uh, <laughs> are you like me where when you play this game, and since you've been playing it for so long, that you still have moments where you're, like, the things that they've made so easy in the game, you're like, back in my day, there's some cane to find a group, we had to get to the goddamn dungeon, and then we had to like, or we had to go to a city and just start spamming chat for forever, and hopefully get some people to actually go with us. There, there's definitely some like nostalgia for those things, but I or like we I didn't have mounts right away. We had to like grind for a goddamn mount. I realize they give you mounts right away. Mounts are basically gimmies. I, I had to so, save so much. Yeah, oh th that's the thing. It's like I have nostalgia for those things, but I, I recognize that most of the changes they've made are for quality. Oh, oh totally, totally. Like that, like, and that's when, like, ah, back in the day, my day, I used to do this, but now, like, to be able to jump in and casually jump in an expansion and be able to do dungeons, and they've, do they've the... made it, they made it accessible for everyone, for people that don't want to put a ton of time in, totally, and for people that do. So, to answer your question, I think there is a little more, like, you can play more casually and still have a good experience, um, but like, if you're into that sort of thing, like, you will be able to play more hardcore and and put more of your time into it. Um, I've been playing a little bit more Dead Cells. I've one more thing to talk about. I, I beat Dead Cells. You I, I, beat Dead Cells, oh. dude. And when I say beat it, I mean that game is you don't really, you can eventually beat it. Uh, but I beat the final boss and had the the story end. Um, it's like beating Breath of the Wild. Yeah, oh, but but when you beat that game, uh, you you collect a boss cell uh, from the final boss. Oh. Um, uh, by the way, I put my run on Twitter if you want to see the last, yeah. the last, the last boss fight lasted one minute, 15 seconds. What a blast! Um, it's so that like. That sounds like terror to me, like it, absolute terror. All that work to get that far, and then. I mean, like seriously, Grace walked in. I mean, the last second, I was like, I'm on the last boss. Don't talk to me. I've only I've never beat this guy. I really want to yeah. beat him, um, but. I think I did that to my girlfriend while she was here this last week at one point when she came by like I was doing something. I was like, can't, not right now, no, need play. Well, I wasn't, Sorry for I wasn't, being so short. Yeah. Sorry. I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't being mean. I was just like, yeah. I, I, this, I'm in the middle of, I right. just started this boss fight. Please, one second. Um, but I beat it, and when you, here it is. Here's the, the final oh. run. All right, uh, let's see this. Let's bring this up. Of course it's a dual sword guy. Of course. I haven't played I, a I watched this, this, and it looked like ap agonizing. It's, it. <laughs> How long was your final run? Like, was it? Did it take uh, you it an hour? It says at the bottom there, oh. 35 minutes of game time. Got it. Um, it but felt like it felt like roughly like 50 minutes of actual time. Okay. Yeah, the um, game so counts in game its own in game time really, really differently. I'm it not seems sure like it slows down, but it, it pauses when you do stuff. Um, yeah. Take so the 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 way I've died in this boss in the past was those little pits. When he knocks you into those pits, yeah. it does like. 60% of your health as damage and and you can see he's not he knocks me into the pits twice But I managed to jump at the last second see like right there jump oh, the, the last spikes. second yeah. yeah, and he knocks me into the pit here and I jump at the last second don't take any damage in the pit and cool. uh, But it's just fun. I'm, having I'm fun stressed watching out this. watching it. I, me too um, And I'm almost dying at the end no problem. Uh, So and that's his that's his boss cell so Ooh, with with the boss cell uh, what you can do is you then put it in in the first room There's something you can put it in to make the game harder. You have let it'll I think it said less healing spots No, and why? I'm with yeah, you. <laughs> and, and I think you can do that up to three times So you have to like to get another boss cell you have to beat it on the next higher higher difficulty with the boss cell active um, And and that's it's awesome. It's fucking cool, and I'm not 
done with the game. Like, there, I haven't fully upgraded all my blueprints. I haven't found all the blueprints. And that's the thing is, like, if you look at my jar of, of shit, the jars of shit that I found, mm-hmm. I don't have all of the jars of shit. I have, like, 30% of them, maybe. Wow. So, yeah, like, my run, like... Right now, I have very basic stuff unlocked. Yes. And I think it's kind of worked to my advantage. It's mainly been like, well, oh. you had said that, so it's yeah, a like, limited number of weapons that it can drop. Yeah, and it, it really did work. I, I hadn't, I, I thought about doing that for a long time, and this time I was like, no, this works like really well. So what I, what I ended up, my, my general run now, until I start unlocking more stuff, is like, get uh, uh, infantry grenade and a, a frost grenade. So you freeze and blow people up. Oh, okay. And get, get de- uh, grenade decrease uh, cooldown. And that will like make it so you can just constantly spam grenades gotcha. while you're attacking. And then I generally have a weapon that will complement like uh, status effects. Right. Um, and it's so much fun to like find good builds. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and now the thing I want to do is like go to a wiki and see where what 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 is available for me to unlock what looks interesting go and get that stuff and make runs out of those items so you're gonna do new game plus or what you're gonna yeah i've I've still been playing i've been going through and i i I have one ability left to unlock it's the one where you can either jump off walls or climb up walls i haven't found that yet Um, i know it's somewhere towards the latter half of the game but generally when i get there i'm just yeah i'm gonna go fight the boss and it's fun uh but you put all that time in yeah Yeah. the big guy um they also give you like a weird I don't know, this isn't really a spoiler. It, they give you a weird ability when you beat the game um, where you can jump your head off your body mm-hmm. and your head, you can walk around with your head and put your oh, head Oh, your little off. symbiote yeah, thing? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's real weird. <laughs> uh, so Dead Cells is really freaking great. And if you like roguelikes or if you like the look of an action platformer like that, please give it a shot. It's, it is so good. It's so good. It's been the surprise hit of the year, I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I played it last year and I loved it. Oh, yeah. But like, they all the improvements they made have been have been good, insane. Yeah. Yeah, and that, we uh, we talked about it last week mm-hmm. on uh, on Glitch, please. We also did a video, just sort of a, an intro to what Dead Cells is, how it plays, right. as well. So if you want to learn more about it, you can totally check it out. I but it. yeah, highly re- recommend it. I will not beat it. No, that is probably not in my future, but. I'm okay with that. Not I have a lot of fun playing. Not as hard as you think. Maybe not as hard as you think. Mm-hmm. We saw you play. You're you just way need above the us. right items. I read an I- a review on IGN that really got me stoked to play it, <laughs> and I'm all on board. <laughs> I get that reference. I get that reference. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, we speaking of you know Metroidvania-ish rogue. Like, let's talk about Death's Gambit because that's the new one this week. That's All right, I'm gonna sound like All right, go ahead, John. I, I just want to make sure I give a disclaimer. I'm gonna sound like an idiot for a second. You guys keep saying Metroidvania. So Metroidvania, it's a combination of the words Castlevania and Metroid. That's what I thought you guys were doing. And it's referencing it's like games. It's referencing games that are like you have a map and you have areas you can't access, and then you back check to once you unlock abilities. Oh, nice. Met- yes. Hollow Knight is a Metroidvania, totally. exactly. Okay, so it is, it's just, it's just it's, a It's a describing a genre style. of game. Yeah. Yes. Gotcha. Okay, cool. I'm caught up. And, uh, a, and a, a method of progression. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, Death Gambit is, thus far, I'm like five hours in, not as much of a Metroidvania. Um, and I say that because all of the areas, pretty much, are accessible thus far, and the ones that looked inaccessible, you just find a different path to go to and then unlock them. So it's, I haven't really unlocked any abilities that allow me to traverse differently or to access other areas. It, okay, that's Gambit. Uh, this is a game that you've been looking forward to yeah. a lot. You've been talking 
to me about it for months. Yes. You're so excited Destiny yeah. is coming out. Because, I listen, I'm a huge fan of... 2D action platformers, whether they be Metroidvanias or just uh, RPGs general. or whatever. Um, and this one, it wears its, like, it's very Dark Souls inspired and it sort of shows that from the get-go. Yep. Um, the story of the game is basically you're this dude named Soren uh, and you are, you you make a deal with, like, you literally, I don't, he doesn't really have any good dialogue. He just goes, yeah, you have a deal with me now, Death, uh, the, you know, the, the, the Reaper of Death. He's like, yeah, you have a deal with me and then you have a contract with him that you can't die. Um, so, and that's it. And you're trying to, I think you're trying to like prove yourself or like be honorable or whatever. Your men have uh, been like wiped out. Like everybody's yeah, been killed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the game starts off and I think it actually starts off really strongly. Um, you are in a prologue area where you, you run into enemies and, uh, you're, you sort of navigating this area. Like there's harder enemies one way. You have to unlock certain, certain, uh, paths. Um, and you fight a boss and you fight a hard enemy and, um, there's items to find, and there's like a dragon that breathes fire, and you got it's like there's a lot of cool little elements, and you're like, wow, this feels like a fun sort of 2D-ish dark. It is 2D, not ish. Uh, 2D Dark Souls inspired action platformer. Um, and then you, once you beat the prologue area, uh, you go to the the first boss, and the first boss is yeah, it's a first boss. It's not too hard. Um, I once you beat him, you then get to like the main town, and from the main town. Uh, the game opens up, and you don't really know where to go, and the only way to figure that out, like a lot of these games, is to go in a direction and see if something, like, smashes your face in. Um, and so the first thing I did was go in a direction. I got my face smashed in, um, and I, I found a boss. Uh, he killed me. And I, I kept going, and there's, like, there's probably four to five paths you can go in, um, and every single path was a boss. Um, and they all smashed my face in. And um, What were you doing it? They're hard. So the thing I'm discovering about this game um, is that, how do I say this? It skews a lot more towards bosses in terms of content mm -hmm. than it does towards levels and, and regular enemies to explore and fight. So th there is not a ton of in between the camp and bosses. At most it's like four enemies, maybe five. It's weird. Um, yeah. That's not a lot of a... Uh, the beginning of the game not makes... Not a lot of teaching moments. Right. The game makes it seem like you're going to be exploring these areas, fighting enemies, uh, and then fighting bosses. And to some extent, that's true, but those, those areas of exploration are so truncated that you're not really doing a lot of that. You're really just, like, fighting two or three enemies. Oh, there's a boss. Hmm. And um, that, to me, is really weird, especially because the bosses are not easy. Um... It, they're actually hard. Um, and so you, you want to like explore and fight enemies and find loot, but there's not a ton to explore. Um, and I don't think it's an inherently bad thing. It's just the design of the game. And I think, I think that there's a lot about this game that's good. Um, I think the art style is pretty striking. I think that... I love the look. Yeah. Um, I, there's like a good amount of starting classes. There's a good amount of abilities. The game definitely has an identity. Um, and it knows what it wants to be. Um, by the way, you can jump on that big, that big deer to get that item. Mm -hmm. I found that out. I went back. Um, and I think it's cool, but I, I found myself like just beating my head against bosses and Me wondering too. like, is is this really the way to go? And I'll go every other. I'll spend like an hour going every other direction. And be like, yeah, there's only there's these three bosses, and of the three bosses, this is the easiest one thus far. 
Um, and and, I'll, and what I ended up doing was just fighting the same five enemies to level up. Yep. Um, yeah, because you kind of have to grind, but there's not a lot of grinding opportunities. Yeah, and, and from what I've actually found, so there's like six or seven archetypes of weapons. Um, there's only one of every weapon in the whole game. Um, meaning like if you if you play longsword, you're not going to get an, a cooler, better longsword. You're just going to get... You're going to use the same longsword. However, you do find, like, longsword plus two, which means, like, it will be uh, more powerful. This but, sounds very disappointing. But it's still a longsword. But it's, yeah. Um, so I've heard a couple complaints about the game. Mm -hmm. One is there are some weird development decisions made. Things like um, the game speed uh, on PC tied to uh, refresh rate. Yeah, who knows if so that was a decision. So people who have, like... Uh, like really high refresh rates on their monitors are finding the game runs too fast. Well, yeah, it's high, it's refresh rate, but also frame rate. So like if you run at 144 hertz and the game could run at 144 frames per second, then it's gonna run too fast. The game is meant to run at 60 frames a second. So it, any 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 performance slowdowns and any any frame rates like higher than that, you'll be slowing the game engine down. Yeah, and that's. Seems real weird it's, for a game, and I, from what I understand, that may be an engine thing. I don't know what engine they used for this game. So What's they actually been? tweeted out about it, saying it's an issue with G-Sync, and you can actually disable it in NVIDIA settings, and then you have to like go in and refresh the rate, prefer, and set application to controlled, and apparently that'll like reset it so that it runs at 60 hertz. With G-Sync, as that's in what, NVIDIA G-Sync? That's what they're tweeting out. I can send it to broadcast, see if they can throw that I up. mean, I, I haven't had any problems with it because it just maintains 60, I haven't, I run at a 60 hertz monitor. Because like I said, I never upgrade my monitor. Um, so I haven't had any problems with it going over 60 frames a second or below it because it's not an incredibly demanding game. But like, there's been a ton of people really pissed off about it. Um, like frame rates dipping and then their game just coming to a halt. Um, and that, is a weird problem. The game also has like no video options. You can set, I think, your resolution, and that's it. There's no like graphical settings or anything like that. Um, it has some it has some weird bugs. The first thing I had was like, oh, you can't use a PS4 controller with it. It just doesn't recognize it, and it's a PS4 and PC game. Yeah. So you're saying like on PC, you connect a PS4 controller to the PC, and it's yeah, not too I, bad. I haven't looked this up or tried it anywhere. I tried it on two PC. I tried it on my work laptop with a PS4 controller, nothing, and then at my home. However, there's a setting in Steam uh, where you can go and set up controller configuration for Xbox, PS4, and Nintendo, or Nintendo Switch, and like generic controllers, and it will just, Steam will recognize your controller and then map it to X input. So like, while I'm playing the game, it says push like A, but I don't have an A button, which is fine. Right. Um, so, I don't know. I feel like the game is not, it's not terrible, like the combat, should be better. Yes. I feel like uh, it, it, it's a slower game that is like trying to be like Dark Souls, but the combat feels sort of uh, empty. Kind of, yeah, and loose. Like, I, I don't know. It's not as just precise as I would want it to be in something like this. Yeah, and, and a, a weird thing that happens a lot is like enemies, like you'll dodge behind an enemy and they'll swing in front of them, but then you'll still get hit. They'll get you on the back yeah, swing. They're like, of? they're like, yes. ha! Yeah. And like somehow they hit you behind and. Right. It's some weird hitboxes and it's also weird after you've played Dead Cells. L the listen, combat is so I, I different. This, like, and, and that's fine. Games can be at different speeds and have they different can movement. Be, yes, but you're right because the movement in Dead Cells feels so good. Right, moving in combat in Dead Cells is like to me 
is the top of the line yes. right now. Yes. Um, and obviously, games that want a little more slow and methodical and animation-driven combat are totally fine to have that. Right. Um, it's not its fault, but given when it released, I couldn't help but compare the two. Right, and I, and I was literally playing Dead Cells over the weekend to beat it so that I could feel okay about putting it down to play right. this game. Right. Um, and it just... Uh, and the other thing I'm hearing, and I haven't beaten it, so I wouldn't know, but if if you are doing well and you're beating bosses and this game is only about 10 hours long, um, which is, and, and hearing that you're not going to really find new weapons, um, and I have found weapons in the world, but they're just like spell sword plus two, or uh, I, I found like an enemy's drop gear, and that's really cool, but big problem. This is totally opinion. Uh, you can't change the look of your character. Well, when you buy, when you find new gear and it's like, oh, you have awesome helmet number 64, it doesn't look any different. Right. Like, it doesn't change the way you look. Yeah, only your weapons. Um, and that's that's purely aesthetic and, and you, that could bother you or not bother you. Mm -hmm. But for me, it's like, I want to make my character look cool. Um, and because I can, it's, a, it's not a huge problem. It's just like, it's not a deal breaker by any means, but it is a bummer. Um, I wish I liked, I really want to like this game. I keep going back and I'm like, maybe I'll beat another boss and it'll open up and it'll be just the best. You'll, you'll turn the corner on it. Yeah, and I, I just haven't gotten to that point, um, unfortunately. And, I, and I've tried different weapons and I've, I've actually unlocked uh, like fireball spell and done magic and it's kind of cool, but I definitely don't think this game is bad. I just think that the style of game I thought it was, like a exploration, fighting enemies along the way, grinding out new gear to fight those bosses, it's not quite that game. Um, you will grind out levels to make yourself do more damage, but at a certain point, it's just like you're just grinding out to make numbers go higher, um, and that's not exactly fun. And if, uh, I hate comparing games like this, but there's a, another game called Salt and Sanctuary that is uh, very much also a 2D Dark Souls-inspired experience. It's been that kind of month. Well, it, well, not the whole Dark Souls that, thing, but it's been a very 2D kind of month. Yeah, so Salt and Sanctuary came out a while back, but it... Just came out on the Switch, I think. Oh, did it? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. It is like, that is the, the experience for yes. me. If I want a game yes. that's like a 2D Dark Souls, that game is incredible. Yeah. Um, and it's hard to, like, justify the price for this when that's the same price. And, man, I wish I liked this game more. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, the hard thing is there. there's so many comparable games to this that are just better. Yeah. So it's hard to, it, it's just hard, it feels like well, I'm trying, not as good. The, as the, this game does have some interesting ideas that I haven't seen, like uh, you, when you're exploring the world, you will find these things like, to, uh, I think they're tomes that will increase your damage against the boss. So and you, like it basically rewards exploration. So you can find up to two tomes per boss that will give you 10% more damage total, 5% uh, each. So it has like some cool ideas of like, hey man, you're here's some a, a different reward for exploring rather than just gear. It's like you're gonna make your life easier if you explore more. And when you're fighting the bosses, they have a, a little uh, a, an indicator on their health bar, and as you get that, as you get their health lower, the indicator will drop, and it's like a historical marker of how far you've gotten their health down. So that will, if you get them halfway and then die when, next time you fight them, the marker will be at halfway. Um, but the other part of that is. When you get that marker, the lower you get that marker, when you die, you'll get rewards for it, like uh, shards, like which is the, the currency for leveling up and for getting gear. Um, so there are some definitely some interesting ideas in that game, um, and I think it's presented okay. I think visually it looks good. Not all the animations are very good, but just the, the overall look of it is nice, but I don't think it's for me. And I, it pains me so much. I wanted, to, it, I wanted to like it so bad. Do you think it could have benefited from an early access period? 
from what I understand, it's the 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 refresh rate speed issue isn't the only issue the game has. Uh, I've been just hearing, like, seeing tweets and posts from people complaining about uh, crashes on PS4, um, hard locks, something about uh, uh, the game would save, like, a, it was some weird scenario where the game would save as you died and mm. you can no longer play the game at all. That's, uh, doesn't weird really stuff like, like that seems like, uh, there's, there's some bugs. I, I, I had a bug, I had a bug where I went to a checkpoint uh, and to activate the checkpoint, you push down on the D-pad, and he like reaches down, and then it turn like checkpoints on. But instead of turning on, he just kept reaching down, and I couldn't break the animation. He was like, map, map, map. I was like, oh, buttons, what's happening? <laughs> but all tabbing and then like mashing my controller made him stop doing that. Yeah, you know, I, I I have a lot of sympathy for indie developers in particular with things like this because this game is now seeing. Uh, like a hundred thousand times more testing in release. Totally. Uh, there are that many more, like it's just the scale of the number of people playing it yeah. than they were could possibly totally. have done on their own, uh, especially with a small studio like that. And that's the case with any game, really, is the day of release we'll see more QA, ac accidental QA in a lot of cases, than uh, any developer could do during development. I so I have sympathy, but a lot of those issues seem like they would have been more forgivable if the game was in early access. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I feel like the game could have benefited in a lot of ways if they were to polish up those bugs, if they were to maybe add some more feel to the combat, maybe add some more items to find and things like that over the course of the early access period. Um, but I think some of the overall just design of the game itself, like how small those actual level, part, like the exploration parts of the game are. Like, the game isn't very big. Um, and that stuff... That's a design decision. Right. I don't know how much that would have changed. Right. Also, this game has been in development, I want to say, for like four years. Uh, so, like, how long could early access have been to fix those issues? I don't know. Like, I definitely think it could have benefited in some ways. I don't know if it would have completely changed the game in my... From, from, from my tastes. Um, but I think I think it's an okay game if you know what you're getting into and know what you want. But it's definitely not the kind of game I think it presents itself to be in a lot of ways. I want to clarify that bug I mentioned earlier, by the way. I looked into it a little bit more. Apparently, it's not an issue with G-Sync. The game's physics are tied to your monitor's refresh rate. Yeah. So you have to manually go in and change it to 60 after disabling G-Sync. Right. But that doesn't, that doesn't, if your performance... Um, like dips, like if you have problems, right? With, like if your computer isn't the best, and it dips to thirty, like your your whole the whole game engine will slow down, right? So you can cap it, but you can't bring up the exactly. Floor. And, you can't and, make it and constant. I, I haven't had that problem, so I'm I'm just speaking. I don't I don't know how much of an issue that is for people. I have I have seen complaints about frame rate dips and things like that, but um, yeah, I'm like I'm like kind of disappointed that. Two big action platformers I was looking to in the past couple weeks. Have, that being this and Chasm. Yeah, have yeah. been uh, not my favorite, and so, like I'm sort of broken, and I don't. But you have wow. I don't. I don't love it. You have wow. Well, look on the bright side. Uh, next month is gonna start to get really, really crazy. Spider Man. Spider Man is coming out, and the, you know there's so there's a lot to look forward to there. Uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider is gonna be coming out. Then we're gonna hit. Uh, Ooh, Forsaken's coming out. 
Forsaken's coming mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. We're going to hit October. We're going to get, there's going to be all the, the big, big, big titles. There's Call of Duty. There's Battlefield. There's uh, there's Red Dead Red Redemption Dead. 2. Yep. There are, it's, it, it's the Dead holiday State. period's about to start. October, October 26th. And cool. I will uh, not be here. Bye-bye. What? Leaving for oh. a whole week. Oh, you did for Red Dead? Oh, fuck yeah. I did for the first game. <laughs> That's it, was, awesome. it was the best choice ever. All right, well, noted. <laughs> Maybe you can Why are you, why are you shaking your in? head? That's a lot. The what? Whole week? I just say it's a lot. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm saying it's a no, lot. No, I think you're implying by saying it's a lot that it's a bad thing. I'm, I'm saying that. You don't. You disagree with my choice. I don't disagree at all with your choice. Yeah. Guess what, oh, yeah. Adam? You are an adult. That's right. Who has control over your time and right. has control over exactly. what you do with your priorities. Exactly. And by all means, I'm not here to, to tell exactly. you what that is. And I'm gonna You're use, just here I, to I, observe to, and to report. To be fair, I have not taken any vacation time this year. So my the, the end of my year is going to be pretty loaded. Pretty loaded. Pretty excited. Oh, yeah. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> Video games. <laughs> well, as we march towards the holiday period, there are a lot of games that we continue to get updates about. So why don't we talk a little bit about the news? Let's talk about them. About the news. About- All right. Specifically, we'll talk uh, Battlefield 5. Pokemon Let's Go and Dishonored. Dishonored, not coming out this holiday, actually. Uh, not coming out uh, anytime soon. Uh, they have put, Arcane uh, has put the, the franchise on ice temporarily. It's resting. It's resting, yeah. yeah. I think they talked to uh, one of the, the heads of the studio. It wasn't Rafael Colantonio, it was the other guy, whose name escapes me, but uh, they gave an interview, I think it was to VG 24-7, and they said, nope. We got no further plans. Not going to say we're never going to come back to it, but uh, yeah, it's it's taking a rest, I believe, is what they said. And uh, they they kind of asked them about what they had planned for the future, and they didn't really specify. They talked a little bit about multiplayer, but that was kind of all they got out of them. And Dishonored did kind of wrap up with Death of the Outsider in 2017. That's when they released that standalone adventure. Um, and then after the Prey has come out, so it remains to be seen if they're going to work on, you know, a follow-up to Prey or what. But yeah, I, it seems to me like a little bit of an admission that Dishonored, that the latest uh, Dishonored didn't do so well. Because if it did, you would have think they would have jumped find, back into find it. Find some way. Yeah. Uh, well, there's so it's a double-edged sword to some degree. I like it when a franchise will say, "Hey, we told the story we wanted to tell." Right. And. We're good now. Yes. Uh, it's nice as opposed to jumping the shark. But Dishonored also had a really cool, really unique world. Uh, I liked what they built. And so t- on that side, it's a shame to see it sort of not going to be around for a while. And it's out of their signature game, well, too. It's what kind of know I, Arcane I, for. Well, they also make Prey, right? Right. And, right, and Prey, also, Prey saw some critical success. Yes. A lot of critical success. So I, I wonder if they're taking that studio and, like, the team that was working on Prey and or was working on Dishonored, they're all just going to work on Prey now and make an even bigger, better Prey. Maybe, because it did get critical success, but that didn't necessarily translate into commercial success. They had some new content they they announced and released some of it Mm -hmm. uh, at E3 this year. So they're continuing to support Prey, and maybe that means that it's uh, more of a slow burn title, but Mm -hmm. at least when it hit, it didn't seem to do the numbers that they would have been hoping for. And part of that might have been as well... 
uh, that it, yes, critically did really great, but when you talk to a lot of players, the, the gameplay was fun, the exploration's fun, the opening is one of the best openings oh, to a game yeah. in recent memory. Uh, in, Looking in, my in the opinion. mirror. I loved that. Um, well, but also just you're in this world and then you realize that it's not a thing at all, that it was all, it was all a mirage. And so like that whole th opening is really, really cool. And the way they set it up, the, where you can go really anywhere in the station at any time, in any order, do whatever you like. It's not, it's not go through this, finish, like fight the boss at the end, get what you need to then go on to the next section. It was very open in that way. But that also, for some people, translated into a kind of monotone pacing that they didn't feel like there, they, there were, Obviously, you know, the, the various enemies around to fight, but they were all sort of on a level. Hmm. So you weren't necessarily working up to some crazy right. encounter. Right. Uh, a lot of it was just, you know, it was cool, it's chill, you, you know, you go around, do your exploring. The game's not chill, by the way. No, it's not chill, the it's very scary. Not chill. But, I mean, you know, in, in terms of pacing, like, it was just... There's something to be there. said about... about quantifiable like progression and like that you actually have like you've done an A to B and then now we're gonna do the next A to B. And having things peak yeah. kind of naturally yeah. or, or making it peak. This, this feels like a game that a sequel could really launch it because like the first one yeah critically acclaimed I think people uh, who played it liked it but it just didn't it didn't sell that well. It feels like a sequel might, you know, because then like it's going to get a little push because the first one was good. I don't know. I, I can I can see it. I wonder kind of breaking through if, if it's good. I wonder if it would have done better without the prey name, because this was so this was really only tangentially related. How was to it? How was it even related prey. to the um, prey? The name. Enemies in space. Uh, I I mean. The first prey, you were on a uh, Native American reservation. And then you end up in space. You're in a bar, and then you get abducted by aliens, and so do all your friends, and they're processing all of you guys, and you break free, and then you use, like, your spirit animal powers to fight aliens. Yeah, so... Very different None game. of that, uh, but and you so, are... Oh, dude, original prey was awesome. But you are on a space station, and you're fighting enemies, so they're basically just the same. Look at that. Ta-da! Prey, Prey uh, the first <laughs> one also had good opening. I'll say that. Prey's good for with openings. Both of them. Yeah. That's the connection. Yeah. <laughs> just have a great opening, call your game Prey. The yeah. good opening games. Yeah, I could see uh, a follow-on to Prey doing well. I think it, it had the the fan base for Prey really, really likes it. Right. Yeah. Right. And so if they're able to do maybe even an economical continuation, they're like, well, you know, we've we've got a lot of things that we've got the the foundation built now, which makes the next game easier or a more cost efficient to develop, something like that. So, you know, you, They need to make you, a third one that has nothing to do with the first two. That's what they gotta do. Just yeah. Just keep that. That's the connector. It's a puzzle game. Yeah, the, the fervor around Prey makes me want to play it, but I'm like, I'm too much of a scaredy cat to play it. It's because the jumpy scared. Uh, Dude, yeah. yeah. People always I, tell me it's, it's not a horror game. Dude, it is a horror. Game. If a trash can can be a bad guy, it's a horror game. <laughs> yeah, I will say that I got scared a lot playing. It. Yeah. I, I got scared a lot. I was nervous a lot. I was 
just freaking out about because you'll just see something just out of the corner and then you turn around and nothing's there. I tried, man. And, Spe uh, speaking of trash cans and being monsters, oh, did no. you ever watch The Wiz? Oh. You know what I'm talking about? The OG the one with yeah. Michael Jackson? Yeah, and they get in the subway and the and the columns turn into like monsters and the trash cans start eating the scarecrow's arms or anything like that. You should not watch that scene if you if you don't. I like horror scene. movies. I don't like horror games. Well, the Wiz isn't a horror movie, but it is a scary moment that I remember as a kid watching movie. I'm that's not my, like I'm not explicitly afraid of trash cans. It's, that's not. I was just using trash cans as an example. <laughs> trash cans are kind of evil in real life too. I mean, there it is. Oh, oh God! <laughs> what on? What is happening? That's yeah. kind of horrific. It was yeah. it was essentially there because like the Wiz is a a. a a version of the yeah. Wizard of Oz story, and this was like the the flying monkeys moment of it, taking everybody apart. Mm. And so the trash cans eat Scarecrow. The columns of the subway like start like mushing in. I think the lion or something like that, or or the Tin Man. Um, it's pretty scary as a kid. Just <laughs> had a little yeah. bit of a oh, yeah. smile on. Yeah. 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 Well, that's Michael Jackson. Yeah. Oh, is it? That's Michael Jackson. Got it. But uh, Adam, like you, I'm easily scared. Yeah. I, I I'm. Uh, Bioshock is about the scariest game I can handle, and when you say that to someone, they're like, "Yeah, Bioshock's not scary." I'm like, it is "Exactly, scary. Bioshock's exactly. scary. Bioshock yeah, is scary. It's, yeah, it's intentionally scary. Like, You're alone in a dark place where these people that are like screaming run at you, and they're like, hanging off the roof. Yeah, their ceiling. Yeah, that game is drop on you. Scary. So, uh, yeah, I hope that I hope the prey does well. It's a bit rough for Arcane if Dishonored. Uh, the new Dishonored stuff didn't do as well as they'd hoped, and Prey didn't do as well as they hoped. They, um, I think, was it Rafael Colantonio did leave the studio recently? I think so. Um, so, you know, there's some, some leadership changes yeah. there, not really sure what's going on. I would like to see more Prey, if they, yeah. if they can do it. Uh, I'd love to see what completely unrelated scenario they can come up with next. They, uh, they but they, the new content that they had, everyone who's into Prey loves it. They make good stuff. It, but it, it feels like they they still haven't had that blockbuster game. That I pulled has some numbers just... actually for the games Dishonored Two versus Prey. Uh, Dishonored Two sold about three million. How much? Uh, three million. Okay. So that's a respectable number. Yeah. yeah. And Prey's only sold. Well, granted, it's had a year uh, gap, but uh, it's sold I think one point four million. Interesting. Yeah. So Dishonored actually more successful. Okay. Is that Dishonored as a franchise? That's Dishonored 2. Okay. Specifically. And Specifically. then, yeah, the, the, the Death of the Outsider content, uh, which was... Um, 2017. Yeah, 2017. And uh, that was the one that with, uh, with Billy, right? I think so. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I like those games. I'm interested to see what they mean by Maybe rest. Maybe they're working on a new IP. That would be great. Yeah. yeah. I'd love to see something new from them, because I, I like the work that they've done so they're, far. They're, they're good they studio, did, man. They did a great job introducing a new IP with yeah, Dishonored. Definitely. So. They're Austin-based, right? Uh, they, they have, have an a outpost studio in Austin. here. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. they have a, they have multiple studios. One of them is in Austin. Got it. So, we'll see what they do. Yeah. Uh, but uh, keeping an eye on what is coming this holiday period. Uh, first up, Battlefield Five, and uh, they are going to be showing some new content at Gamescom. It looks like they're going to be uh, showing off their battle royale mode, among a couple of other things. But it's been uh, an interesting road for the game towards launch because it's not pre-ordering as well as they hoped. And are people tired of what? Of just these like war. 
They're so tired of war. <laughs> Aren't people tired of war? No, I mean, like, yeah, I know they're trying to make new things and add new modes, but really is Battlefield number 25 really that much different than Battlefield number 24? I mean... Well, it, those aren't out yet, so... Right. I, I was using hyperbole to try to make a point. But <laughs> uh, I, 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 this is coming from someone who is not a hardcore fan of these games, so that's totally a caveat for this opinion. But... I don't know, like, really what more are they adding to these games that's going to really get people that excited to do uh, anything amazing? I think, I well, think, I think that the, the same thing can be said about franchises that you like. Like Totally. You, you like Star Wars Episode Seven. there's six of those. Like, I mean, No, people, but see, there's fatigue with those, too. You're but, talking but about World like, of Warcraft, still yeah. into that. Right, I'm not saying it's a rule. I'm not saying it's a rule. Mario's been around forever. Mario's going to be around forever. So that's the thing, is that you just have to... If, if you were a fan of these games the same way you're a fan of franchises that have been around for a long, many iterations, like, just put yourself in those shoes. People do Okay, like then I'll compare it to this. People were feeling, I just yelled Mario. People weren't like, haven't always been crazy about every Mario game. The Mario Odyssey tries to do something a little different and, and switches things up a good deal. Because <laughs> it's on Switch. <laughs> Funny joke. Like, or even Breath of the Wild, like another good example. Um, whereas, you know, we're going to talk about Pokemon Let's Go, uh, Pikachu in a second, like, these games don't feel like they're really doing a lot to make you go, ah, the new one's here. Well, I mean, again, you may not know all the nuances of the changes or be able to appreciate them all because totally. you're a huge fan totally. of the series. And then there is, you're cha- totally correct. There is changes. I, I'm not But I'm also reacting just to news wanna, of b- I don't bad pre-orders. defend Battlefield's old because yeah. I also am not the craziest fan, but it seems like they're making cool changes. They're adding a bunch of... Oh, I guess this isn't really changed from the last one, but they're adding those story vignettes. They're adding a big war mode, which will, it's like you play over multiple days and but I'll the say battlefields this. change. Call I'll say this. Return. Right. We, we, are, we are in a consumer environment where people are buying things less and they are being more uh, bespoke with their purchases of what they want. And so that's why that fatigue, I think, is a real problem with some of these franchises where, you know, Battlefield 5, you know, people go, I can pass on this one. That's a mentality that's happening. Also, Call of Duty World War II just came out last year. And I I do think, and I'm not a huge, I mean, I played Battlefield 1. I really liked it. But it does feel like there are a lot of similar shooty games coming out. uh, Black Ops. Yeah, but there's also similar shooty games that come out every year. Those those are sort of like the the staple franchise. You're like a Battlefield fan or a Call of Duty fan. Like, again, I, I get what you're saying about, like, yeah. the game seeming similar from outwardly. Yeah. Um, but, like, it's the same like same reason people that play Madden buy the new Madden every year. It's still football. That's correct. what I was thinking. They totally were, correct. You are, you are 100% more, with that. a little different. Right. Yeah. But when, but when you do have a, a user base we, that, we, that, we is, that has been buying your game for a bunch, but you don't ever actually do anything to create, like, a new expansion of your user base, you're, 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 you're going to see... A, a, a decrease, yeah, and so that's why I think like you see something like this. Of course, pre-orders can be nothing. Could come out, everyone goes crazy about it, and people could be buying like crazy because they want to play with all the. I, I think totally possible. I think I think part part of this has to do with just dice as a whole and waiting to see how those things play out. Uh, because Battlefront, because Battlefront, do great with core gamers last year. Right. So then there's also that. The, so studio distrust. But also. Is Fortnite sucking all the air out of the room? Like there have been, there have been are so different. But there have been studies that it has eaten into 
maybe not battle, not battlefield, but like similar type games. I mean, if everybody's playing, I know they're different games, but I think there's some overlap. But I think if you are if you are working in a consumer environment where yes. people are picking a lot more, uh, you know, uh, specifically about what they do, if they're just like. I, that's no reason I want to play Battlefield Five if I'm enjoying Game X, Fortnite, something like that, you know. Or I'm just gonna wait for, you know, uh, I'd rather just I'm gonna I'm gonna buy Spider-Man, and that's gonna be my time for uh, for the next like two months, and I'll just skip Battlefield. If you can play too much Spider-Man, I'll be very impressed. <laughs> so, just so you guys know, uh, uh, the trailer from Gamescom dropped about an hour ago, and the fan reception is really, really good. Cool. I then, saw then, it. Then, it looked, then people I get saw totally it, excited it about great. it. Great. Yeah, it was action-packed. They kind of showed action-packed. off. Action-packed. It was. There a were lot a lot of and things like uh, finally a really good trailer that dropped. Yes. This should have been the reveal trailer. And Just they showed off its battle royale mode. Yep, we got to see a ring of, of fire. And then maybe that's what it is: is that they weren't they weren't playing their, their marketing. Then I could be I, more than often I talk out of my ass and have no idea well, what I'm saying. I mean, you're, and have you're no not, facts about you're not that. wrong. Like that's totally a thing. Fatigue is totally a thing. But I think. I wouldn't say like, why do people keep playing these games even though they're the same? Because people. No, I, I guess if that's if that's how I came across, then I, I communicated incorrectly. I just meant more so like with these franchises that don't make huge sidesteps or big changes. Um, I mean, I would put Call of Duty in that area. I'd put Madden. Assassin's Creed to a certain extent in that area. Some people just like their thing. Totally. Some people just have totally. Their thing. And and those and those games can maintain with just that player base either whether being buying mic microtransactions or whether just be buying the yearly game like those games do well but a lot of games nowadays though aren't you know as far as like the the conversations had about them is not about oh did we uh did we satisfy our fan base that we had in the last game it's did we grow and get even bigger than last time that's the measure of whether or not a franchise is being successful I mean, again, talking about Mario, like Odyssey, or even or even Breath of the Wild, those are examples of like, well, we we expand even further and did even more and sold hardware for our game. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but again, talking about like Pokemon Let's Go, like that's one you know people are talking with pre-orders, like it might be the one that people go, I'm gonna wait, I'm gonna wait, right. you know, or even like people looking at Battlefield Five and go, I'll just play Red Dead. Red Dead's coming out soon. It's I'm coming out the week after. Yeah, I'm, I'm well, just going to play Red Dead. Yeah, uh, uh, anything in October is kind of screwed. Yeah. Well, Correct. That's, here's oh, the yeah. thing, though, is like those, so Red Dead Redemption 2 has been announced for that October date for a while. Long, you know, for a while it was the only game announced in October. Everyone else should have gotten out of the You bucket. could feel everyone sort of doing yeah. this yep. with their release That's like windows. when Infinity War sets its date. It was like, totally. um, yeah, yeah we're, our movie's not going to come out until like gonna, four weeks after that fucker. Yeah, so it's like, let's give it some space. Uh, and then Call of Duty and Battlefield both announced for October. Typically those games come out first week of November. I guess they decided they didn't want to go after Red Dead Redemption 2, which... I then can you understand because then people because then people are busy. They're yeah. taking the week off yeah. to, to play it, uh, and so they figured. I don't know, maybe if they could. <laughs> Did we talk? We finally saw gameplay. It looks amazing. It looks like better Red Dead. Did you That's see all the, I wanted. Did you see the horse testicles? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. it was jiggly. <laughs> Look, I want to know. It's like your beard physics. I want to shake the hand of the people who worked on the horse. Oh, you about to say you want to shake the horse testicles? <laughs> no, it's, ah, it's like weird. Uh, yeah, get the get the VR. You want to be able to like get yeah, all. Yeah, you got to get that. It. What's the the the, the haptic gloves? <laughs> yeah. No. Great. Uh, but maybe you have to inseminate is, a horse. <laughs> so it is coming out uh, the week after Call of Duty, the week before Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption Two. So people may not be prioritizing it. Uh, I also don't think that, and maybe the Gamescom trailer is taking care of this, maybe it's fixing that, but to date, 
the marketing has almost been combative against the Battlefield fan base. Uh, uh, at war with their fan base? At war with, yes. Um, Patrick Soderlund, let's see, let me, I'm just finding the quote here. Because um, they had to fight that whole girls in comedian war thing, right? Uh, yes, so the it was in the initial trailer, I believe, uh, there was a, a female character with a prosthetic arm fighting and the audience was like, well, that's not realistic at all. And the, uh, it basically EA came out and were like, it's, this is our version of World War II and you can take it or you can leave it. Specifically, where is this quote where they basically said, um, if you don't like it, don't buy it. And people said, okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, at least so far. Uh, so I think it might be a combination of the the marketing almost, yeah, like being combative with its own fan base, which is typically not how you go about bringing, bringing them on board. It has been a weird rollout for this game. Yeah. It's been yeah, very it's interesting odd. to note that oh, yeah. this trailer specifically is all gameplay. There's no, like, story. I don't think there's any, like, female soldier or anything in that, uh, which is kind of just interesting to note and... We'll see what the I mean, they've is. already shown right. so much of that. Yeah, right. um, but here's here's the quote. So this was um, from Patrick Soderlund, who um, has now been announced as uh, leaving EA, um, but uh, was previously. Sorry. Wow, that's a party foul. My Brian. bad, dude. What the hell? Um, I'm sorry. The <laughs> so uh, Patrick Soderlund, who formerly uh, Dice been uh, at EA, he said. Uh, um. Today, gaming is gender diverse like it hasn't been before. There are a lot of female people who want to play and male players who want to play as a badass woman. And we don't take any flack. We stand up for the cause because I think those people who don't understand it, well, you have two choices. Either accept it or don't buy the game. That's fine. I mean, this we've already talked about that at length. But. Yeah, at length. Um, but it is just an indication that they're like, we're doing this. We don't care about, you know, we don't care what your feedback is. We're doing it. Uh, so if you don't like it, yeah, there's the door. And yeah, I mean, the thing for me, it just looks like they're just trying to make a game that they like and that looks cool, and I think it looks cool. Yeah, it's. I almost wonder if the initial uh, marketing misstep was they were trying to capture the battlefield moment. Mm -hmm. Which, if you look at battlefield videos, uh, you look at like the like the crazy stunts people are doing, absolutely bonkers things, they aren't remotely realistic. But there's this weird disconnect where people almost want dice to treat the game as realistic. And then all the things they do to break it are their things that they do to break it, and that's like their fun part. Dice they don't, can't break they it. Don't, they yeah. can break they it. Want, exactly. They it. want to be the ones breaking it. It's my toy. I want to break it. Um, you know. So I, I wonder if there's there's that to some degree, um, but then also just yeah, maybe it's not doing enough different. It's hard to figure out, and we'll see if this changes at Gamescom. How? But I think it's that and a combination of uh, right now, among the core gamers, the ones who would usually be the ones pre-ordering, I don't know if a lot of mainstream consumers necessarily pre-order games, uh, how many of them are taking a wait-and-see approach? That's probably what it is, is that, is that if The Last Battlefront did have like issues at launch, and people are now just associating that franchise with something they should be speculative of, then the pre-order snafu could very well be a mixture of a few things, one of which just being people going, I'll wait, and if it's good, I'll totally buy it. I don't need a pre-order. I'll and see that, what the reception's I, I, like. totally behind yeah. that, because I think with developers and franchises that 
that are riding on your pre-orders, like that's their bread and butter. That, but they, but they're not. They don't have a a clean bill of health with that every single time. You totally should have them worried. Isn't there an anti-pre-order movement? There, there is. is. Oh, yeah, there's always. Been. There oh, okay. is. Um, and so I I think there have been there's been a general downtrend in pre-orders also because with the move to digital, you don't. There's really no reason to pre-order. Like you don't. You're right. not reserving a copy. What? I fucking missed, I, I don't pre-order a lot of games anymore, but I fucking missed the Red Dead Collector's Box. It came out, like, in June, and no one told me. I Where told were you, you guys? Were you not I told following? you. I, I texted mean, you, you the day I think, I think it was, like, while we were at E3, so I was the news. It's got a smallpox blanket and a... No, I mean, I'm, wow. I'm so... That was rude. Wow. I'm so, I'm so sad. I'm here for you, Brian. I like those, like those jokes. But yeah, that's that's the only reason I pre-order is to try to get that stuff. Our history sucks. Mm -hmm. I just, I just, it does, it's all stupid yeah. shit. We did terrible stuff. But I want that. Does, <laughs> From actually, the beginning. The West should not be fantasized as much as it is. Doesn't even come with the game. <laughs> no, that's the that's a collector's box. Yeah, it does not come with the game, which is cool. So weird. Wait, well, no, it's so weird. Yeah, it doesn't. To come. me, it's not oh the my god! You'll notice it's not the collector's edition of the game. It's the collector's box. To me, really how much like is that? It's hundred bucks. So it's, it's like pretty much in line with normal collector's edition prices. Except the normal collector's edition box. No, 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 no. What do you do with all that shit? What do you do? I, I look at it and I go, wow, I got cool stuff. Do you display yeah. it somewhere? I'm right there with you. Yes, like, I, I like I like a like one little item to put up on my like, bookshelf. I, sure. I will say I would prefer. For a whole I box would, of Red Dead? I, would, I don't know. I would prefer a, uh, it's just like the, the FOMO, the fear of missing out. For me, in my collector's boxes, I prefer a statue or something that I yes. can put on my yes. shelf of statues. But I like what that if you can just like, third wall? Yeah. I like physical maps. So this has like the treasure it map does. as part of it. I like maps. I yeah. think those are it's great. Got a puzzle. The bandana is real dumb. A double-sided Double puzzle. That bandana came from Walmart that yeah. they just threw in yeah. there. <laughs> Collectible challenge coin. As, as someone who has worked on like this kind of merch stuff, you can see the stuff. It's like, we need to fill. And yeah. then you got like the, the, the glory items that you had in there. Yeah, I am a little surprised they didn't just do a statue like every other good collector's edition. The statue is usually a good call. What's the little baggy hold? Oh, it's pins. pins. The pin set. I hate it. little baggy. Do you want a little red dead baggy? The more, the more I look at this box, pins? maybe the less upset I am. But Yay, I still, <laughs> see, we I still, I still like having the stuff. But I'll probably just get the digital collection edition now, or yeah. digital deluxe edition, whatever it is. Yeah. So it's. it's <laughs> so to wrap up the battlefield discussion. Put that in an IRA. Uh, yeah, I think Don't it's probably a combination. Studio Put that in an IRA. Digital falling like. Falling pre-orders in general, but pre-orders for games that are coming out around it are still stronger. So it's not just that. And their pre-orders um, are good. So yes, um, and and a, and a combination of uh, combative marketing with the fan base. So. And, and, and also, uh, um, Red Dead and and uh, fuck, what's the other one? They haven't been out in forever. Like the, we've been waiting for years for Red Dead. Call so of these Duty's are the other long, one. Yeah, these are well, not Call of Duty. Well, <laughs> there goes that fucking. Been so long. <laughs> but no, I think a lot of people are very excited about Red Dead and are like all all eyes out on that one. Yes. Uh, but speaking of pre-orders, speaking of retirement, I checked on my retirement plan recently. Yeah. And How's it was that nice going? enough for the thing to show me a thing. We're like, hey, you can see how well you're comparing to your other peers, and it was like, Ew, here's, really? Here's your like people of your like. How much your age and how much money? Oh, you not like specific. No, no, no. But just like it goes, like you're this percentage to your like hitting your goal of your retirement plan for this thing. I'm 25 percent behind my peers. Like everyone else is at like like everyone's like 75 percent there, and I'm like at 50 50 percent there. And I'm like, cool. Thanks for letting me know I'm failing. I'm just gonna go and like not Goodbye. have money. Right. Goodbye. <laughs> um, but speaking of pre-orders, 
Uh, Pokemon Let's Go is coming out in November. So that's Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. Also not doing great in the pre-order department. Too casual. I, it's too casual. The, yeah, theory. That's same same sort of thing. Uh, I think so. That the kind of people that the the kind of consumer that will buy Pokemon Let's Go is not necessarily the pre-ordering kind of consumer. They're going for the Pokemon Go players. Yeah. I, I, right? yeah I How think, dare they? I think this is the <laughs> danger of going for a casual market. I'm not going to say. Fucking casuals. Well, Pokemon has a hardcore base of players that EV train their shit, that battle them. Let's Go has none of that. I think um, I think some no of those random, players have decided to sit this no out. No random battles? Yeah, it's just, uh, there's nothing wrong with going for casuals, but I, I think in this case, you, you might have just turned off that core, that core, at least enough of them to see a drop off. It's still going to sell well. It's still Pokemon. It's still going to do great, but it might not do as great as Nintendo wants because they are really counting on this and Smash to sell a shit ton of Switches. They, they sold 17 million, 18 million the first year. They're expecting to sell another 20 million They're in year two. That right they now, don't have the games yet. I still I'm think. Sorry. I still think. They're, I still think it's going to be a great holiday game. Oh, like, Nintendo so always much. does. It will. Nintendo, yeah, it like will. Nintendo, moves a higher percentage of hardware units for holiday than any other console maker. Because I think I'm, I'm pretty sure over generations. I'm gonna yeah. I'm, look. That's a that's a strong declaration. Anyone look that up? But uh, I, I'm pretty sure that I've, I've seen studies that being the I case that they right. have a much higher percentage of their revenue coming in during holiday. Yeah. And so... Um, because even grandparents right now remember decades ago getting getting Nintendo shit for Christmas. for kid. I, I mean, I think it's just ingrained because it's been around also, so long. If you want to buy your kid something cool, yes. it's the cheapest of the cool consoles. And you're like, and it's, it's pretty safe. Exactly. You, you know they're not going to, you know play a GTA game or something like that, you can still, as a parent, have a reasonable assumption that your kids are still pretty safe with Nintendo. Unless you get them Eternal Darkness with your GameCube. Yep. Oh, man, that game was <laughs> so great. So, that was so scary. Uh, yeah, so we'll see if their sales, I suspect, Nintendo's sales in general anyway, they have good first days, but they have longer tails than a lot of other platforms just with the way a lot of Nintendo consumers and not necessarily like core gamers but the overall Nintendo consumer audience they don't need day one or even month one they might wait for a you know birthday or they're gonna get it when they're on summer break or whatever they don't need it right now and so we'll talking see. about when people buy these things for yeah Nintendo just stuff. The Nintendo I'm in that I'm in that I'm in that category of like I'm waiting to see what they do as far as like a console bundle or something like that so I know it's a small a niche, yeah. yeah, but I'm looking for like little specials with it. It's, I, and I and that the, probably plays to the fact that it's not a, it's not a game that you need to play day one, no. because it's not going to be the new story. Right. So since it's an old story, and so we know we, you don't have to be like get in there and have there's no spoilers or anything like that. Yeah, even with Zelda, I mean, I, I don't you weren't going to get anything really ruined. And no, although, I'd say the thing with Zelda though was that there was a lot of FOMO with Zelda as far as far as like everyone was talking about. Yes. It. Yeah, right. that was like one of those you like, to be part sort of, of the discovery cultural process. things mm -hmm. where everyone is experiencing this and going through this all at the same time and then being able to talk about it and saying, "Oh, I find this thing." They're like, "What? I haven't even I haven't come across that. I was over here doing this." And, I, and so it was this yeah. whole uh it was a whole thing. And I had friends who weren't gamers asking me about it. What, what about the Switch? What about the new Zelda game? Who yeah. I know haven't played in years and years. So we'll see if Pokemon Let's Go gets 
some kind of of bump from that longer audience. They'll do fine over holiday. Oh, yeah. It'll be the same thing. Like, oh, you like Pokemon? Here you go. I'm still very excited to play it, but I'm also like, I'm Pokemon fan. Like yeah. I play. Oh, Pokemon. I'll get it. Yeah. I'll absolutely get it because I think it. the multiplayer, the couch co-op, it's it'll be fun to play with kids I, and stuff I'm, like. I'm that. gonna wait and see. It's yeah. like yeah. I, I want to know. I want to see like more close to release previews and see what people's initial impressions are and see if it's like. If there's anything more to it than just, have you played the, like the last two Pokemon games? Yeah, I okay. have, but this seems like less than those. Yeah, definitely. So we'll see. Yeah, but I'm also curious to see what this sort of hybrid approach to Pokemon is. Yeah. That, that blending of traditional Pokemon with Pokemon Go. I'm just, I'm really curious about it, it and also I think looks that pretty. even if mm-hmm. it's just, it's a tight over. That's fine. Some people are gonna give it a skip because it's not, you know, it doesn't have like the the you know, the tall grass and all the, the random encounters and all that. Uh, and that's that's totally valid if it's like, that's, you know, hashtag not my Pokemon. But I'm curious. It'll be something a little different. It'll be a different experience. And I'm, 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 I wonder how, I'm how, at the very least, open to seeing yeah. what I'm going to get out of it. I, I, I get that they're trying to go after Go fans, but I think... I don't know how many, how many consoles that'll move because playing a free game on your phone is one thing, or paying a few bucks for Pokeballs, buying a new, buying a three hundred dollar console, and again, that's that's a different proposition. So yeah. maybe it'll work. Maybe it will work. They're maybe. looking for Pokemon Go fans that can't play Pokemon Go in the car because <laughs> when you're driving too fast, you can't play it. So then you can shove the switch to the kid, there you and go. the kid can play Pokemon Go. Let's go while you're driving. That's the entire demographic they're going for. I mean, if they have any kind of uh, integration, I know there's you can pull your your Pokemon Go Pokemon into the park Just a view for them, Pokemon Let's Go. Yeah, you but if they have any, any if they have anything that goes the other direction, like uh, even if it's like an exclusive something or other uh, that you can get for Pokemon, I'm Go all for that. Of Let's Go. Uh, I'd be curious to see if that drives more people to it, just that sort of incentivizing. Pokemon Go has been around for more than two years now. It's the people that are still playing I am still not the max level in that game. That game is rigged. The people that are still playing it are, like, real into it. almost a 35, and there are 40 levels in that game. Jeez. You still have a... Wow. No, and I'm like I'm like insane player right. like, who plays it a ton, and say, same with like Donnie who plays it. Yeah, a ton. Yeah, you're playing it in 2018. We're playing it a ton, and like <laughs> it goes from like oh, 10,000 XP to get next level. Like level 40 is five million XP. I think. I think. I think yeah, I think it, like from 28 or like one to 28 or some, something around those levels is like oh, it's the total for to get all that is like half a million XP, and the next level is a million. Yeah, it's insane. <sighs> the the it, way too much. Insane. I'm almost 35. I need another like, like, like 50,000 XP, and I'll be, I'll be there. Great, good for you. And then, and then another two hundred, and then another two million to get to level 36. Good, good. Do you spend a lot on Pokeball, like real money? <laughs> We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> no, actually, I will talk about that. In that, I do spend money on the game, but it's um, Andy and I talk about this all the time with games like this, where because we play it a ton. I'm paying for something that I'm playing a ton of. That's how I feel about Hearthstone. Yeah. There you go. It's yeah. like if like. I'm, I'm definitely not paying to win because there is no paying to win with the game. Right. But I am paying to like you know play enjoy a game that that I play a ton of. Yeah. Uh, no, that's do you worth think it. that's going to change at all later this year? They're adding PvP, like so you can you can Ooh. face off against other players. At that point, would it count as pay to win? Maybe, uh, because then you'd be able to unless like 
I don't know. It depends on what the, what the what the fighting is, because really, like, if it's going to be fighting, then it's anybody who's going to have the the legendaries, because the only really great Pokemon are legendaries you get in big raids, mm -hmm. like Mewtwo or Kyogre or you know those guys. Pokemon. I got two Registeels yesterday in a row. Two raids in a row. Got them. Second one got with a Pinat Berry. Didn't have to use a Golden Raspberry. It's fantastic. Congratulations, great. John. Pokemon. All right. Well, that about does it <laughs> for this episode of Glitch. There was a dog we'll at one of the raids, too. Note. I got to pet a dog while I did a raid. It was the best thing ever. <laughs> In real life or a game? It was a real oh, dog. Oh, Her okay. name was Penny, and she real was dog. she was so happy. Real and I, I literally best. sat in the ground and was just not even looking at my phone, just tapping it to fight, and I was just petting the dog. It was wonderful. Real dogs are real cool. Yes, they are. I love and dogs. they're free. We can talk about dogs. The Let's do a dog segment. <laughs> best dogs. All right. That about does it for this episode of Glitch, please. I don't know how you're going to beat getting to whatever the Registeels in a row. So yeah. we'll just, you know, call it a day. Almost missed it. Registeels on its way out like in a day or so. Forever? If you're a Rooster Teeth first member, make sure you catch New Game Plus, the first exclusive post show for Glitch, please, for Rooster Teeth first members exclusively on the website. If you are not a Rooster Teeth first member, you can become one. There's a seven-day free trial as well, so you can check out um, everything that first has to offer, decide if it's for you. Um, so hopefully you will join us there. You'll also need to be a first member for our upcoming Club Club yeah. show, which I'm super excited about. That's kicking off in just a couple of weeks with uh, our game club for Doki Doki Literature Club. So get ready for that. And uh, otherwise, we'll see you next week for more Glitch Please. Bye. 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 Bye.